Hey, Love Tribe. Today's episode is brought to you by one of my personal favorites, Cozy Earth. They've got something special for all the mothers out there. So anyone who wants to shower the special woman in their lives with love and the comfort they deserve, listen up. Hands down, Cozy Earth has the best sheets, bedding, pajama sets, and more. So today, I'm excited to share that Relationship Advice listeners get an exclusive 35% off discount. Simply go to CozyEarth.com and use the promo code I do at checkout. The first time I tried their bamboo sheets, I was blown away. The comfort level is insane. I just love slipping into their seriously soft and cool sheets after a long day. And for a mom who knows that the struggle of sleep deprivation is real, Cozy Earth's temperature regulating technology has been a lifesaver. No more waking up sweating or freezing. But what really sold me is the quality of the bamboo sheets. They are by far the most comfortable sheets I have ever slept in. They are made to last years, which they have. I think at this point, I have about six sets of them. And they have a 100-night sleep-free trial and a 10-year warranty, so you know you're getting something that is going to stick around. So if you're ready to prioritize your sleep health and treat yourself or the mom in your life to the luxury she deserves, head on over to CozyEarth.com and use the promo code IDO for an exclusive 35% off. Because every mom deserves a good night's sleep, and with Cozy Earth, you can finally get the rest you need. Let's talk about a struggle many of us know all too well losing weight. Remember those days when everyone was on a juice cleanse or just basically hangry all the time? That was no fun for anyone. Well, there's a better, more sustainable way to shed those pounds. Today, I want to introduce you to Row Body. It's not your typical weight loss program. Instead of all the gimmicks, they offer access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market. But here's the real deal. They pair these shots with simple lifestyle changes, helping you lose 15 to 20% of your weight in a year on average and actually keep it off. Plus, over 200,000 people have already seen results with Robody. So what sets Robody apart? The support. They handle all the insurance stuff for you and give you access to a provider whenever you need them. And the best part, you can sign up online from home, no doctor's appointments and no waiting rooms. Say goodbye to those days of hangry juice cleanses. With Robody, losing weight is straightforward and sustainable. Take that first step today and say hello to a healthier, happier you. Kickstart your weight loss journey the right way and head to ro.co slash do. That's ro.co slash I-D-O. Sign up today for just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Remember, medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash I do. Hi guys, thanks so much for joining me on the show today where I welcome Vernon and Venice. And Vernon and Venice are both 
therapists and they are married with four kids and have over 15 years in the mental health field and they work together. In Venice is the author of three books and Vernon is a certified mental health trainer, therapist, school social worker, coach and mentor and was recently honored with the 100 Men of Color Award. And today we dive in and talk about balancing your relationship with kids and work and no better people to talk to than two mental health experts who, as I mentioned, have four kids and work together. So we dive into a lot of specific challenges that they face and ways to overcome them. I think you guys will really enjoy this discussion, find some valuable tools out there. Those of you that are parents, Definitely lots of great stuff in there. You know, Sarah and I have one kid that we co-parent, Stella, and that creates its own challenges. But having four and two full-time jobs certainly requires some communication, some scheduling, and a few other hacks that Vernon in Venice share. As always, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Enjoy today's show. Hi, guys. Thanks so much for joining me on the show today. Thank you. Hello. Hello. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Today, we're going to talk about what it's like to work together, have four kids and maintain a healthy relationship. And you guys are the perfect people to talk to because you do all that and you're therapists. So it doesn't mean it's easy, but you have some unique knowledge in how to keep a, a relationship healthy. And under those circumstances, that's a, that's a hard place to be. So why do you guys like sharing that aspect of relationships from your experience and, and helping people, you know, who are coming at it from that angle? So we we enjoy working with with couples and individuals, obviously, um, having children and having experience being together for, you know, as many years as we have been. It seems like nothing has been I don't know. I'm trying to find a word. Nothing is a surprise to us. When people come in, you know, we do have experience with children, with marital um, discord at times. And it, we just love to see the transformation in our clients. Absolutely. Um, I think, too, you know, the truth of the matter is we share it so often because it's, it's the questions that we get the most often. Um, you know, that's obviously the most visible part of our life is our kids and how many we have. And, uh, you know, once you get into what we do, you know, people know that we work together. So, um, you know, that, that becomes a pretty organic and natural question. Like, how do you guys maintain the balance? How do you guys maintain the balance with the kids? Um, and especially with us, you know, we're, we're, we're blessed and very fortunate to have, you know, four very active kids. So their schedules are crazy in, in, in their own right. So, um, I think, you know, the people that we meet, uh, you know, socially through their activities and things like that, and they kind of get to see us moving around. And, uh, you know, we're a family that kind of tries to do everything together. So if one kid has something, there's three other kids coming in the building. So, you know, naturally people start to ask those questions like, whoa, like, how, you know, how does this work? How does this go? So um, it becomes a little bit forced to share sometimes because that's the question we get the most. So let's dive into it. What are some of the, maybe the challenges, you know, on paper, it's obvious if you've got four kids, it's just like, that's all you need to hear. What are some of the challenges? And then let's dive into how you guys navigate them. 
Well, you know, as Vernon mentioned, our kids are very active. So, and they range from different ages. So we have a 15-year-old, 10-year-old, 7-year-old, and a 4-year-old. And between basketball, football, swim, gymnastics, you name it, that's, that's just a part of our lives, you know. So one of the things we had to learn is that every year things can change and be different based on the schedule. You know, a few years ago, we had some a kid who was three and a kid who was a baby. So those two weren't as active as they are now. So just being able to adjust and understand that communication, as cliche as it sounds in relationships, is very, very, very important. And um, being open to to the change as well. Um, I think some of the other challenges, too, that you have to that come naturally is, you know, trying to figure out uh, time. You know, you want to, you want to, you don't want to make one's activity seem more important than the others. Um, But just like my wife said, because, you know, our our children range in ages, like obviously the older one, um, you know, has more activities going on and it may seem like his activities a little bit more important because he's in high school. So, you know, those activities are kind of more towards geared towards his passion and possibly doing things in college and so on and so forth. Um, but I think, you know, uh, a big challenge is, is, is really just trying to um, spend that quality time and, and make the time valuable. Um, you know, I think another challenge is just is is navigating the personalities, you know, with our four kids and us as well. There's six people in the house. Um, so personalities are interesting. And again, our four year old is the only girl aside, obviously, from my wife. So. It's, it's three boys, dad, and then baby girl and mom. So, you know, dealing with different personalities, dealing with different emotions. Obviously, our 15-year-old is a teenager. So, you know, he's sometimes off in his own world and, you know, trying to figure that out and navigate that. Um, you know, our 10-year-old is is the, the open personality and he's kind of the easy one and very, very uh, low on emotions. Um, our seven-year-old is super sensitive and high on emotions. And then our four-year-old is like kind of the perfect mixture of all that. So um, a challenge is certainly trying to, to, to figure out those personalities and, and, and honestly feed those personalities, like let them know that their individuality is okay, but also having some kind of balance and structure to that as well. Let's talk about some specifics. So I'm just thinking with, with the four kids, as you mentioned, schedules and, and it's hectic. And that's an important thing to remember as you guys emphasize that things change. Like if you're in the middle of it and it's like, man, this is crazy. Well, your kid's going to get older. The activities are going to change and it, nothing's forever. But how do you guys navigate and communicate and problem solve around scheduling like who's driving who uh, you know all those things it, it gets super complicated what are some specific conversations you have or how do you, you know, maybe compromise around those things yeah I, I've had to learn to like I used that word a little while ago adjust because you know at the beginning stages of everybody having different activities I wanted everybody to always be together and that is just not going to happen I had to really learn acceptance and learn that there's going to be some days where, you know, my husband could be with two because he has to take them at these two places. And then I would be with the other two. Sometimes we'll switch. Um, so we've had to also write things down on the fridge. My husband a few years ago wasn't a fan of the calendar in his phone. Now he's glued to it because that's <laughs> one of the ways that keeps our sanity. Yeah, <laughs> um, we true. just have to keep a calendar. And 
things we're talking about right now is like the kids and their schedules. We haven't even discussed the work schedule yet. So it takes a lot of um, constant communication because it it has been sometimes challenging. I think now we're at a place where it's really flowing because at the beginning we had to figure out, okay, what's going to be our niche here? Is it going to be the fridge calendar and the phone calendar or both? And we know it's both now. And then constantly checking in with each other throughout the day because something could change. A kid could be picked up early from school and then they don't have practice. So we're taking another kid. So it's really constant communication because those those challenges was um, getting the schedule intact and being able to adjust when things don't go accordingly. Yeah, I think a good word that you use is the compromise thing. And, yes. and obviously like my wife said communication. And another big word that, that came up was adjustment. Like I wasn't uh, a big fan of constant communication. Like we don't got to talk 16 times a day. Like let's just talk one time a day or let's talk the night before and we'll figure it out. But the reality is things fall through the cracks very easily like that. Um, so um, adjusting to that and, and, and what was necessary and the constant communication is necessary because things change and, and, you know, you do have to adjust. Um, I think another thing that that helps both of us with the constant communication is we're kind of kind of free flowing like spirits in a way. So when things have to be adjusted, it just kind of is what it is. Um, I think kind of just realizing like you can have a plan for things, but plans are built to get broken and change. Um, And so you just have to be accepting of that. Uh, Again, some of the things that we ask for are the things that we, we complain about. So like, we ask for healthy kids. We ask for active kids. We want a healthy and active life. So the things that come along with that, you know, the changes, the adjustments, the uh, the sometimes not knowing and have to figure it out on the fly, um, you know, that's kind of comes with it. So just being open minded to the fact that, you know, there's you're going to have some days where it's a confusion and a struggle. Uh, but, you know, as, as long as you're willing to be OK with that and communicate about it, um, it, it gets figured out, you know? So, you know, I think that's, that's been big for us too, is just being open to understanding that, yo, we got to be comfortable with the things we can't control because there's a lot of that that comes with, with, with the scheduling. So amongst all that busyness, how do you guys find time for yourselves in, in the relationship? No, no, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> what are you no, talking about? No, we have Ourselves. to. It's, it's no. essential. I think, because we're therapists, we've been able to make sure that that is prioritized and it is very high on the priority list. Um, you know, not just at night when we can watch our favorite shows together, like we plan out every few months, making sure we have vacations together um, without the children. Like that's an essential part of our lives because it helps rejuvenate us from, you know, the day to day with the kids and running the business on top of that. Uh, making sure we have date nights and we call it like cheat days. We have sometimes because we run our business, we'll have a day where we put no clients on the calendar, let the kids go to school and we have a day for ourselves. Absolutely. And um, I think the biggest thing is you have to realize that in order to to take care of yourself, there has to be a intentionality there. Um, you know, we work with a lot of couples and a lot of people who just feel like, you know, I don't have the finances to take a vacation or I don't have the time. I mean, the reality is, you know, it doesn't have to be about first and foremost finances, uh, you know, figuring out things that you do, whether it's you find time that you take walks, you find time that you read, you find time that you can, you know, get a little quiet space. Uh, one of the things that that my wife and I, you know, try to do and give each other space to do is, you know, she'll go down to her office and have her time in the morning and the afternoon. 
I'll do the same and have my time, you know, and it's only maybe 10, 15 minutes, but it's just that time to kind of collect thoughts, get the day together, whatever the case may be. Um, and then on a bigger scale, like, you know, and I think again, because we're therapists, so it does become really a point of emphasis for us. And we understand like how, you know, how heavy life can get and, and how busy and, and bogged down and overwhelming life can get. Um, we try to like, we try to take time for ourselves with each other, but also take time for ourselves without each other. Yeah. You know, like I, you know, I do my, you know, I may take my trips with my fellas. She may take trips with her ladies. Um, you know, I may do something like just go watch a game by myself or just, you know, go meet with the fellas and just, you know, go smoke a cigar and, and, and spend an hour, you know, at the cigar lounge, you know, little things here that, that don't have to be so, so uh, tremendous and don't have to cost a million dollars, but that you're intentional about, you know, the things that can help you know, uh, with the overwhelmingness and help with the busyness because life is life, man. And, and, you know, some things we can't do anything about, but we make time for these schedules and our kids. We have to make that same time for ourselves. Before we continue on, we're going to take a short break to tell you about our sponsors. When you work full time, have kids and run a podcast, it's hard to make time for a multiple step skincare protocol. That's why I'm excited to tell you about today's sponsor, OneSkin. Their products make it easy to keep your skin healthy while looking and feeling your best. Let me repeat it. They make it easy. No complicated routine, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. If you're looking for skincare products that are simple and effective, for a limited time, you'll get an exclusive 15% off your first OneSkin purchase when using the code IDO when you check out at oneskin.co. I've been using OneSkin's body lotion for about a month and I've already seen noticeable improvements with small wrinkles and textures on my skin, specifically on the back of my neck and the back of my hands, two places where I get a lot of sun. Plus, my skin looks and feels healthier all around. It's all thanks to OneSkin's revolutionary OS-01 peptide, the first ingredient proven to deactivate aging cells responsible for lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin. Unlike traditional skincare products that only mask symptoms, OneSkin pioneered a new approach integrating tissue engineering and cutting-edge science to enhance skin biology for lasting resilience against aging. OneSkin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using the code IDO at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with the code IDO. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support your show and tell them we sent you. Do you want to know one of my favorite meals? It's a slice of toasted bread with tomato, mozzarella, basil, olive oil, salt and pepper, and a little drizzle of balsamic glaze. Makes my heart happy. It's so simple. It's so delicious. And I love that all the ingredients get to show off their individual flavors. I used to eat it all the time as my easy go-to meal. And then all of a sudden, there was a ton of messaging out there telling me that I shouldn't eat carbs and that I shouldn't eat bread and that bread is bad. And I hate to admit it, but I cut out bread entirely for the longest time. And it wasn't until recently that I started to understand that not all bread is created equal. 
Hero Bread makes those same delicious favorites free of consequences or compromises. They've remade carby, empty-calorie bread products into fluffy, delicious versions that include no net carbs, zero grams of sugar, and fewer calories, plus protein and fiber. I highly recommend that you give their bread a try. They're giving Relationship Advice listeners 10% off when you visit hero.co and use the code I do at checkout. I was so excited to discover Hero Bread. It's truly amazing. And they've made a product that is tasty and soft while having zero to one grams of net carbs, zero grams of sugar and high in fiber. I'm not going to lie. Their white bread is so good and it makes the best tomato and mozzarella sandwich. Last week, Stella and I were back in Florida visiting our family and we all walked to the lake and the only bread we had in the house was hero bread. So we grabbed a slice, walked to the lake, and by the time we got there, Stella had eaten the whole piece of bread and of course, wanted more. So the poor ducks didn't get any hero bread, but Stella did. Since I had cut out bread for a while, every time I ate low quality bread, my body felt bad. It felt bloated and I didn't feel great. But with Hero Bread, I feel good after eating it, which makes my life so much easier because now I can go back to my easy grab and go sandwiches when I'm on the run. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use the code I do at checkout. That's I do at H-E-R-O dot C-O. As parents and as business owners and as a married couple, there's all these identities that we can absorb and become everyone, you know, whether you're married or not, whether you have kids or not. And I feel like, you know, through personal experience, sometimes the relationship can get lost. The identity of like, I'm married, you know, I'm a husband, I'm a wife. And because you're trying to be a dad, you know, or you're trying to run a business and it really seems to take very, as you said, deliberate action to go back. Oh, okay. I'm going to go to my husband, my partner identity and, and go to the relationship because life happens and, and you can wake up and it's like, man, it's been three years since our baby was born and we haven't been on a date. You know, we haven't had a vacation. So it's so important to be able to do that and, and be intentional. Absolutely. You make yeah. a great point. Um, yeah. How fast the time can go. And, you know, I think one of the things you said that 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 is important is we do get attached to our labels sometimes a little bit too much. So the dad part of us or the entrepreneur part of us or even the husband part of us or whatever. And we we forget the the us part. We forget, you know, that our partner is an individual, too. Um, so we kind of, well, wife's in wife mode, dad's in dad mode. And we kind of sometimes forget to notice each other. And then, like you said, all of a sudden you can wake up and. You got a three-year-old that's about to start, you know, pre-K and you realize we haven't been on a date in a year and a half. We haven't done anything to just have a movie. And we work with a lot of couples like that. And it's, yeah. you know, it, it, it's it, honestly, it's easier to happen than people think just yeah. because we get attached to the labels and we and we feel like we have so much responsibility to those labels. I'm sorry. You know, we think and we, and we try to, you know, talk with our couples about trying to be uh noticeable about the spaces that you're in. Like if you're noticing that you're feeling like you're not connected with your spouse or you're, you're feeling like you're noticing that you're not yourself, 
be okay with having those conversations with, with your partner. I think a lot of times what happens is we keep that thing inside until three or four years goes by. And then all of a sudden, now we're having that weird conversation about we don't know each other anymore. I feel like I don't know you or I feel like this is too much. I think being okay with being aware of those things, being okay with knowing that those feelings are natural and they can happen, but also being okay with speaking about those, communicating those thoughts and feelings to your partner and seeing where you guys may be, because it may be two of y'all feeling the same exact way. And both of y'all felt that way for the last year, year and a half, and nobody said anything. And now we're in this weird, uncomfortable space. Um, So, you know, I think one of the things that can help that is when you feel that or you start to notice things aren't maybe what you feel like they should be and not even necessarily what they used to be because we, you know, part of growth is okay with that. But if they're feeling like they're not what you guys feel like you should be or the direction you feel, be okay with speaking up, you know, be okay with having those conversations with your partner because you'd be surprised. They're probably feeling some of the same things or at least noticing that you're feeling something different. Yeah. I think the biggest part of that is remembering the, the commitment of friendship. And if you haven't had that conversation about, you know, the, the friendship aspect of your marriage, it'd be very important to, to have that kind of conversation because every relationship is different. You know, the normal and couple A could be different from the normal with couple B, but just continuing to communicate and check in with each other because that friendship and that fun part is going to continue to allow the relationship to sustain. So when, when you're, you know, in those other modes that a lot of us have prayed for, you know, being parents and being significant others and, and, you know, working the, the dream life that you really want, you know, that's, that's great. But just remembering who you are as in your core, as, as a woman or as a man and, and creating, creating that time for yourself is important, but then also, remembering that, you know, you, you used to have fun and dig your person. That's how you created this life in the first place, you know? So um, just always tapping back into that, like, hey, are we good? Or let's get the heck out of here and not being dependent upon your significant other to create that space too. Not to always wait it for your your husband to make the date. Wife, make the date, you know, or, or vice versa. Get You get to create it. So four kids is definitely a challenge. Scheduling, we covered a lot there. Now you guys are also working together. <laughs> and uh, I want to talk a little bit about that. And our listeners, you know, not everyone's going to work together, but everyone's going to be working and that that's going to impact relationships too. So how do you guys think about this area of your lives? Well, honestly, it turned, I was a little nervous about it at first, Um because I, I was in the practice by myself for some years before he joined. And when he joined, I, you know, I, I heard stories about couples working together. You get tired of each other and everything else. But for for us, the truth is we really don't see each other that much. <laughs> like I'm in my office within sessions and he's in his. We right. do have quite a few couples that we see together. And that's probably the the only time that we have together in at work, you know, one thing that I had to learn is um, our strengths and weaknesses, period. Um, maintaining a household is the same strengths and weaknesses in the business. So I had to learn and accept, for example, when it comes to administrative stuff, that's not his thing. But that's that's not his thing, period. So I had to accept that. So with acceptance, I know, OK, I'm going to run with this, but I will check in. I'll send him emails, let him know this is what's happening. And then. With him, it could be other things like he can handle the videos we do a little bit more better than me, you know. So it's it's the 
the balance and accepting and knowing your person. And I might catch them in the hallway and say, hey, remember, we got that seven o'clock. See you later. You know, but it's it's been actually a little bit easier than I thought. Yeah, I, I'll agree. Uh, I was terrified, honestly, <laughs> at first. Uh, our house dynamic is our house dynamic and it works. Um, but, you know, when that carries into the office place, you know, that could get a little sticky. Um, but I think the setup of, of our specific situation, like like my wife said, with, you know, both of us having a good amount of individual clients. Um, so we don't see each other much. And, and another thing that helps us, too, is kind of the way we set our schedule. So Mondays and Tuesdays is usually her late day. So that's the day that I'm kind of with the kids a little bit more doing baths, doing dinners, you know, doing whatever activities. Wednesday and Thursday are my late days. So that's the day that she's kind of do, doing the, the the reverse role. And then Fridays, you know, we, we, we kind of figure it out. So that helps too, is, you know, we're not both bogged down in the office all day, every day. Um, and I, and I think honestly, that that's one of the things that we wanted to be intentional about is making sure that even with us working together, we still were available for the other things that life has, um, our kids, just things that come up, other opportunities that we want to do, um, professionally, not just in therapy. Um, you know, we, we do groups, we do retreats, we do, you know, we have the YouTube channel. So, not trying to lock into just one thing and still being open to saying, Hey, we can still work together, but still do these other things. Um, so, you know, I think over time it's just become a little bit easier now, um, because of kind of the setup. Um, one thing I would say about it, I would, one advice I would give to though, anybody who is working together, um, is honestly just continuing to talk and communicate. Like you have to, you, and you have to know that the conversation, one, I'm not a huge communicator all the time, right? So it was annoying sometimes to have to have extra conversation about work at home, but it comes with the territory. But I also had to, my wife actually also did a good job of kind of having some kind of boundary there. So we created some boundaries on how this work to home relationship thing worked and just being aware of those boundaries kind of helped the transition. Um, so I think if I had one advice for anybody doing it is, talk about and create some boundaries for what this is going to look like. Like, just don't just dive in and say, okay, it's whatever. Nah, talk about what the boundaries are. Like, how do we want this to look? What is the setup going to be for us separating the home from the work and understanding that obviously there's going to be some blurred lines because (laughs) we're mom and dad and we're also, you know, co-founders and business owners and therapists. So there's going to be some blurred lines, but even with that, where are our boundaries with those blurred lines and where can we both hold each other accountable and say, Hey, we're getting too far away from these blurred lines. Mm-hmm. Let, let, let's chill out. You know? So, you know, I think that's a big part is, is having some kind of boundaries to what that looks like. Before we continue on, we're going to take a short break to tell you about our sponsors. Hey, Love Tribe. I just want to ask you a few questions. I want to know why you guys are here. Are you here because you want to stop bickering with your partner? Do you want to feel truly heard? Are you looking for ways to reignite your sex life? Or do you want to feel more emotionally connected with your partner? And let's not forget about the fun. Do you long for those fun, giggly moments at the beginning of your relationship? 
Over the last decade of hosting this podcast with Chase, these have been our top questions. And we get it. We've been there. And that's why we created Spark My Relationship course, because we wanted to put the tools to unlocking a fulfilling relationship right in your hands. So we're offering this course, Spark My Relationship, for only $100 until April 6th. In less than 90 days, this self-paced course will help you create more passion, improve your communication, and build a stronger, more intimate connection with your partner all while having fun doing it. We've collaborated with over 15 psychologists and therapists to bring you the strategies that marriage therapists teach their clients. This offer is only going to last until Saturday, April 6th. So head on over to our website, sparkmyrelationship.com and use the code FLASH24 at checkout to get the course for only $100. That's nearly 60% off and it won't last. The sale ends April 6th. That's sparkmyrelationship.com and use the code FLASH24 to get our course for only $100. Hey, Love Tribe. I have just a few questions for you. I want to know why you are here listening to the podcast. Are you here because you want to stop bickering with your partner? and you want to feel truly heard? Or are you looking for ways to reignite your sex life? Or do you want to feel more emotionally connected with your partner? Or do you just long for those fun, giggly moments of connection that you used to have at the beginning of your relationship? Well, over the last decade of hosting this podcast, those were the main reasons people tuned into the show. And we get it. We've been there. So we created our course, Spark My Relationship, because we wanted to put those tools to unlocking a fulfilling relationship right in your hands. We're offering $100 off our course, Spark My Relationship, which is a self-paced course designed to help you create more passion, improve your communication, and build a stronger, more intimate connection with your partner and have an amazing time doing it. We've collaborated with over 15 therapists and psychologists to bring you the strategies that marriage therapists teach their clients. So to unlock this special offer of our course, our listeners can visit sparkmyrelationship.com slash unlock to get $100 off. That's sparkmyrelationship.com forward slash unlock. What are some healthy boundaries, some maybe specific things that you guys could recommend? You know, like I said, not everyone's working together, but there's certainly people that are bringing their work home and that can add a lot of stress to the relationship. So, yeah, you got to have some boundaries there. What are some specific things? Well, definitely um, highlighting and, and identifying a time that you don't have your phones. That's a biggie. And I think that that's something that, you know, any couple could could take or any family could take like utilizing family time as family time you know we have our our, even at home with our children if I have something that I'm working on I have to know when to cut it off so just knowing that you know okay after seven o'clock we're not going to be on our phones or if it's dinner time we're we're not going to be on our phones um and then creating a conversation around like when, even if it's the weekend, like saying, okay, we're, we're not going to talk about work, but then sometimes we do things because we have retreats and workshops on the weekend. We know that this time of month is going to be just work. We're going to have to talk about work. You know, what about you, babe? 
I think too, uh, one of the biggest boundaries, honestly, I think that honestly helps us is us knowing like when we get home from work, the first thing we're not doing is talking about work. Like we're going to get home. We're going to be present with the kids. We're going to be present with each other. We're going to take the space we need if that's what needs to happen, if the kids are busy. But like we're not going to come home and immediately it's work. It's not to say that we don't have to have a conversation somewhere tonight about what may have happened at work or what's going on tomorrow, whatever the case may be. But we're not going to come home and make work the priority. Work is a necessity, no doubt about it. But we're not going to make it the priority when we're home. So I think that's a boundary that we have. That's that's a key boundary is like we try not to make work the priority at home. Does work is work a necessity? Are there necessary conversations to have about work? Sure. But those conversations happen and then we move on. We're not going to allow it to to, to be, um, you know, the major topic of the day. We're not going to allow it to be a priority. We're going to address it the way it's addressed. And we're going to try to make sure that still family is the priority when we're at home. Obviously, when we're in the office, it's go mode. It's work time. But when we're at home, it's home time. Work can can be invited, but ver- work has to have, you know, a, a, a timeline for that. And I think that's a boundary that we we've really worked hard at trying to maintain. Um, so yeah, I, I think yeah. that's a big one for us. And I think for us also, just the scheduling aspect, if it's a lot that we need to discuss for work, we create it like, okay, every Wednesday at this time is a, is a work discussion. Like we have a solid hour where we're going to really talk about everything we need to talk about work-wise. If it's something we need to record, we know okay, Thursdays we're recording at this time so that that's done so that it doesn't like drag into the rest of our day. That's a big key. Intentionality, again, and I know we said that a lot, but really being intentional and consistent about that time you want to spend and don't want to spend. I think that's the big thing, too, is if we say we're going to spend an hour for work. okay, yeah, we may be in a conversation, but if it's an hour and we're at an hour, 15 minutes, we got to cut that thing off. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And we got to move on to whatever, you know, helps keep us flowing and keep us full and keep us energized because that's what the kids are. That's what the other parts of life are. Um, so, you know, just trying to maintain that and keep keep those focuses. Um, definitely, I think, are boundaries that 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 we have that we try to maintain. I love this theme of intentionality because, yeah, if when you got four kids and, and work and you're working together and any number of other scenarios that people have, if you're not intentional in relationships, things don't just happen on their own. So. I think we covered a lot, guys. I really appreciate this conversation. I think our listeners will find it super valuable because maybe you're listening. You're like, you got one kid and one kid is, is hard. I, we have one kid. And, and so certainly with four and two full-time jobs, it's a lot, but it can be done, but it, it requires intentionality. So thank you guys for sharing. Um, before we wrap up, can you tell our listeners where they can find you online? And if there's anything you want to leave our listeners with, and then we'll say goodbye. Sure. You can find us at our website is www.embraceyourdifference.com. We also have our YouTube channel, which is um, the More Conversation series. So you can check us out on YouTube. And our Instagram is at embrace underscore your underscore difference. And anything you want to leave, you know, just check us out. We have some upcoming retreats and some workshops coming up. And um, yeah, we're excited to do this work. Absolutely. Um, I'll just say, uh, you know, it's always a pleasure to do this and we appreciate you you having us. And, and for any couples out there, again, whether whether it's one kid, four kids, no kids, um, intentionality is super important for your relationship. Um, and talking about what what you would like to see your relationship be. 
having those conversations about the direction you would like your relationship to go um, and really, you know, holding each other accountable and, and having and, and being open to what both of you may need to get there. Um, I think is important. So again, whether your, your schedule is crazy and it's busy or it's kind of relaxed and chill, whether you have zero kids or five kids, um, the relationship still becomes and it will be the most important thing. Absolutely. And then one last thing that we didn't touch on is because you said you have one child. So when you go from one to two to three, the relationship with each individual child is important as well. And we have to carve out and we have as a part of our daily lives too, is to carve out individual time with each of our kids. So I may have a mother Sunday where it's just me and one of my boys and he may have a, you know, a father daughter day because they're two individuals and you want them to get to know you as a person, just as much as we want to get to know them, their lives and their activities too. Love that. Well, we will have those links in our show notes and on our website at idopodcast.com. And thanks again for taking the time to come on the show. Thank, Thank you. you so much thanks for having, having us. Thank you guys so much for tuning into today's episode. As always, all the links to the guest as well as any of their recommendations will be in the show notes page. You can find the link to that in the episode description or by going to idopodcast.com. Click on the podcast tab up at the top and you will have access to all the episodes that we've ever done. There are over 300 of them. Uh, and while you're on our website, if you haven't checked out our free 14-day happy couple challenge, we really hope you do. It's a free email challenge that we send to you. It's 14 days of fun, easy, doable challenges to help strengthen and improve your relationship. And if you're looking for something that provides a little more help with working on your relationship, whether it's improving intimacy or communication with your partner or just bringing the spark back, we would love for you guys to check out our online course, Spark My Relationship. We're offering $100 off to all of our listeners if you go to sparkmyrelationship.com forward slash unlock. We've worked with over 15 psychologists and therapists to create the real life tools and strategies that they are teaching their clients. So we wanted to give them to you. It's a self-paced online course that can be done in as little as a month or up to three months. You can really decide how much or how little you want to do with your partner or maybe just yourself. So we hope you guys check that out. It's sparkmyrelationship.com forward slash unlock. Have a great day. You are listening to a pleasure podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com.